My name is Brian, and today is Monday, April 10th, 2023, and this is episode 370 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. Another coffee with Brian, catch up on what happened yesterday, what went down yesterday, and uh, yesterday evening, I guess, we did a little little different uh, little something different with lots to talk about in the interview show last night, so... Uh, see over in the chat there good morning ryan good morning josh how we doing today buenos dias buenos dias i'm gonna see josh tonight we're doing lightning for liberty we're firing it back up because there's a little thing going on um little thing people are getting excited about and uh, we're gonna talk about that i don't know if you've ever heard of noster if you have cool probably on it or you're wondering how Check out Lightning for Liberty or check out the YouTube videos on this channel and there should be a, uh, a video on how to get started pretty quick and easy. So we figured with all the buzz around that, we would get uh, Lightning for Liberty fired back up and uh, and see how it goes. So there is that. Um, what do you got in your cup this morning? You just got zapped a dollar. Josh just got zapped a dollar. On what? What kind of post did you get zapped a dollar? Just, uh, mm, sorry, sorry, a little, uh, little off this morning. Our, our uh, schedules are a little off. We are running back and forth and, and Corey just got, uh, got done with the dog walks. So there was a little bit of chaos there for a second, but I wanted to come and see you guys. I saw there were some people waiting, so I fired her up and we'll get it going. Um, uh, what are you guys drinking today? Ah, uh, that's that, um. Uh, Guatemalan Papua New Guinea light light blend and it is it is good it is definitely good I think I might have to bust out a second um I think I'm going to have to um make a second french press this morning so oh Josh said he followed someone notes said they were zapping a dollar to the first hundred followers that's a hundred dollars there's people that have more more Satoshis than I do to give away. But I like that new Bitcoin price. And, and it, did it drop back down overnight? I shouldn't have, I should have checked before I said something. But uh, 30K last night. So Let's hit this history segment Ryan put together for us to uh, fill the gap until we start the perfect cup. Uh, on this day, on this day, scroll up so I can actually see the year. Nine... Um, 1970, the Apollo program, Apollo 13 is launched. I'm pretty sure we've all seen the movie and there are no spoilers what happened with the Apollo program. Um, 1986, FBI Miami shootout, a gun battle in daylight in Dade County, Florida, between two bank armored car robbers and a pursuing FBI agents. Uh, as a result, the popular 40 caliber S&W cartridge was developed. The FBI created a new bullet cartridge over a shootout. I like that. I like the forty. I like uh, forty caliber uh, ammunition. It's uh, you can usually always find it. I don't think I've ever wanted to buy some that I couldn't find, and it's cheaper a little bit. And I mean, uh, 
go down the road of uh, of velocity, uh, projectile velocity, and mass, and all of that, and it's not that far off of the forty five. So anyway, anyway, get back to the history segment here. Uh, two thousand two, man, light day in history. We started in ninety in seventy, and we're already in two thousand two. Over 200,000 people march in Caracas towards the presidential palace to demand the resignation of President Hugo Chavez. I think um, I think I would listen if thousands of people were coming to ask me to leave. Uh, and then in 2021, oh, I remember this. 20-year-old Dante Wright is shot and killed in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota by Officer Kimberly Potter, sparking protests in the city when the officer allegedly mistaked her own gun for her taser. Yeah, what a stupid bitch she was uh, screaming, taser, taser, bang. Really? Really? Hmm. Hmm. All right. You should have been on the force. She was a veteran officer. Oh, gross. It was just gross. Uh, and then happy birthday to Doug Hopkins, co-founder of the band Gin Blossoms. I enjoyed myself some Gin Blossoms every now and then. Band formed in 1987, and sadly, he passed in uh, December 5th of 1993. So no more Gin Blossoms. Well, at least original. So Josh is dra uh, dra uh, drinking some medium Nicaraguan today. That sounds pretty good, too. Sounds pretty good too. Thanks, Ryan, for the for the history segment. It's working pretty nice in the emails, and uh, it doesn't disappear if it sits in the comments too long. So I appreciate that. That gives a little filler time here. How are you? Dogs were uh, a handful this morning. It appears. I can tell by Corey's mannerisms when she comes back from the walks and when she's exchanging the dogs um, to take the next one out. I can tell how they're behaving. And it was like a triple header today. I don't think any of... Oh, Clyde was good. She says on the way out the door, so I was getting ready to start the show and I was listening and she takes Clyde into the bathroom. He goes last. And she says, it's your job. It's your job to make me love the dogs before we get back in. I was like... Wow, the first two were a handful if she doesn't love them anymore. Oh, no. It's going to be a long day for Brian. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, move on to that perfect cup question of the day. We're here at seven minutes, and that's good enough. We got enough people coming in. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, everybody, it's time for the 52nd edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group. That's at t.me slash lots chat. Just type in the browser t.me slash lots chat. You'll be able to download an app. It's a it's a communication app, kind of like a text messaging, but there's groups and chats and all sorts of stuff. We got a great group of people that discuss all sorts of things over there. So type in that browser t.me slash lots chat or follow me across socials and find the question every day the day before discuss it in the comments and then maybe i will include your discussion in the next morning's talk about the question of the day today's question of the day is by refusing to hold a position on something do you by default accept all positions or reject all positions Whew, that was mouthful by refusing to hold a position on something do you, by default, accept all positions or reject all positions? So this is pretty relevant in this um, community since we're um, 
were mostly anarchists, minarchists. Uh, a lot of people in this community don't really jive with voting and the government and all of that. Some do, some do, some are still, some are still under the illusion that they have choice and um, that voting for one wing or the other is going to make the bird change, but eh, whatever it is, what it is to each their own. That is also part of the whole, whole anarchist philosophy is you do you and I'll do me. And we just coincide and it's great. It's great. So Anyway, let's uh, see what the comments uh, over at the Telegram chat. I ended up posting it late. I had a little, um, had some stuff go sideways yesterday morning and totally forgot to post the question around socials, but did throw it in the Telegram yesterday evening and got some good responses. Uh, Josh there, always quick with an answer. Josh, uh, the Renegade Butcher says, neither or both. It depends. The guy's always saying it depends. He says, usually if I'm not interested in holding a position on a topic, it doesn't apply to me or is unimportant to my life. I can be agnostic on a subject without agreeing or disagreeing with any one point. Huh. Perfect. So you just said questions invalid. Uh, Rob over in the Telegram group says, if a person, if the person judging you for not taking a position is for the position, you are not choosing you not choosing is a choice against it. If they're against it, then you not choosing is clearly you are in favor for it. Or clearly you are for it. Yeah. Um, it's all in the perspective of the person that did vote. <laughs> if they if they wanted it to pass and you didn't vote, you were obviously against it. But if they wanted it to uh, fail and it passed, you were obviously for it. Yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. That whole thing. Uh, Scramblin uh, throws in a quote that I don't know if it really hit the question uh, exactly, but it says, "If you decide not, if you decide not to decide, you still have made a choice." Uh, quote from Getty Lee. Yeah, you choose by not choosing. We talked about that uh, last week, I think, in one of the questions. Um, Chris Dixon. Over in the Telegram chat says, uh, refusing to hold a position or refusing to state your position is accepting of the outcome of whatever will happen or will be done. It is neither agree or disagree, but is acceptance regardless how, regardless of how indifferent you claim to be. Basically saying you can say you don't give a shit as much as you want, but you're actually accepting the outcome by not participating. I guess... I guess I mean that is true, but in the same in the same light, if I don't give enough to participate, um, does it really matter? And Carson or uh, Ryan Ryan Pippin, that is the history segment in the morning, says uh, if a position is moot, does it truly affect me? No, it doesn't. And Carson, I think, summed it up great this morning. Rolled in right before the show and uh, says neither. I reject their. Um, I reject their purported importance to me. So, yeah, I think it's a point where you get to um, realize that it doesn't matter a lot of times. And this is all I mean, we're I kind of focus this um, on voting. Uh, that's the most prominent point where people are either yes, no, or choose not to participate. So that are you Oh, man. Uh, so that's kind of the scenario that always pops into my head when a question like this pops up. But 
Yeah. <sighs> Do you accept all positions or reject all positions? I think it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter. It, it like uh, like was said in the, in the comments. It's all in the perspective of the person you're talking to. Um, in the grand scheme of things, your vote did not do anything. It did not tip the scales. Uh, you did not vote against. You didn't. You didn't choose against a position by not choosing, and you didn't choose for a position. It's all in the perspective of the person that it's affecting. And if you're not choosing. The choice is not affecting the, the actual physical choice is not affecting anything. The outcome probably affects you. I mean, otherwise you wouldn't really be uh, uh, participating in the in the decision, I guess. But anyway, anyway, um, I think we went a little sideways on the question, um, the actual question of it's of do you accept all positions or reject all positions? And as the comments kind of went sideways there, I think it just shows that um, questions invalid. It's neither. It's neither. We, uh, we choose not to accept any position. So that, uh, that is enough of that, I believe. And we'll wrap up a perfect cup question of the day for today, uh, Tuesday, April 11th. Uh, be sure to check out the perfectcup.shop and uh, thelotsproject.com for a portal to get all your premium coffee. Premium air roasted coffee, small batch roasted by a real human being. Each batch a little different, a little custom. It is always fantastic. It's consistent in taste, but it just, just has that human, human element to it. So you can find that link at theperfectcup.shop or thelotsproject.com. Just go to the shop and click coffee, and uh, it will take you over to Food Forest Farms where you can find especially Lots Project blends that I came up with using using um, a description. And Brian, the roaster, formulated something, sent me out samples, and within, I think it was four samples, he nailed exactly what I was thinking. So check out GSD blend, check out a blend that we have for each of the dogs, it's all there over at Food Forest Farms. And if you want to just get a sample pack and figure out what kind of coffee you want to get from Brian, that is fantastic. <coughs> He's willing to do that. Just let him know. Let him know. Or contact me and I can contact, contact him directly and set up your sale for you. Josh says, no AI roasted beans here. No, this is all done by a real human being. So with that, that's been another episode of The Perfect Cup. I'm glad you joined me. Be sure to check it out tomorrow. And now back to the full show. Man, sometimes some of those questions just hurt my brain in the morning. I've had this weird thing where I'll think about them in the evening, come up with a decent thought, and then um, somehow in, in the night while I'm sleeping, I change my mind. And then I'm confused in the morning, and I start to talk about it, and I go back and forth, and... I don't know. I think that's I think that's kind of the point of some of these uh, other questions. I think that on the list are pretty, pretty ambiguous. It depends questions and it's really hard to uh, get a good line of thought going. And I really appreciate all the input from everybody. And that makes it a lot easier. So thanks, guys, for all the comments in the Telegram chat and along the way. Oh, man, get a little bit of that. I was up late last night. Uh, Corey and I did an episode of lots to talk about last night. Um, yesterday, I don't know if it was right before the show or right after the show. I got an email 
that um, my guest was canceling because of Easter Monday. I didn't realize that Easter Monday was such a big holiday in Europe. Um, I knew of Dingus Day uh, in Buffalo. That is uh, that is my dad's. Uh, my dad is very all over Dingus Day. Uh, he grew up in Niagara Falls near Buffalo uh, of um, Eastern European descent. Ukrainian, Polish-ish around the same area um, where the Roman Catholics celebrate uh, Sigmus Dingus. And that is the Monday after Easter. In Buffalo, they decided to have a big old party where they eat pierogies and drink vodka and the boys chase the girls around with pussy willows and it's a big old party. Um, I heard about this every year growing up. I know all about it um, and have some Polish Polish uh, acquaintances and friends and they knew about it. So when my uh, when my buddy canceled yesterday, my buddy, my interview guest canceled yesterday morning and um, and he said it was because of Easter Monday. I said, oh, my God, it's Dingus Day. Um, and then a little later, here comes text message from my dad every year. It's almost like Christmas. Uh, I think I get more consistent text messages on Dingus Day than and then other some actual federal holidays. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Who's being grumpy bear over there? They're all grumpy. My oldest dog, Walter, we call him grumpy bear because he gets set in his ways. He'll lay down. He'll be laying somewhere and one of the other dogs will come and walk near him or try to lay down next to him. And he just like gives this like under his breath growl like he's just a grumpy old asshole. And uh, it reminds me of the Clint Eastwood meme uh, where he's uh, like, get off my lawn. That's what it. And he's only a year older than them, but he acts like he's this big old man. But anyway, my uh, my guest canceled, so I didn't know what I was going to do. It was live, and he canceled that morning. I guess not canceled, rescheduled. He's going to be on on May 1st, um, unless May Day con uh, conflicts with his calendar again. Uh, but uh, Corey said, well, I can come on and talk with you. And I'm like, wait, what? So Corey and I threw out, uh, threw out a question, um, ask a question, uh, kind of across socials and got a bunch of questions. She came on and we bullshitted for that was a little over an hour. It was fun. It was fun. I really enjoy having her on. And so does the crowd. Um, <laughs> Ryan says he knows that dog growl. Yeah, he's such a dick. And uh, every time he does it, we just like, shut up, grumpy bear. <laughs> and he stops. Sometimes, most of the time, but yeah, we just we just call him Grumpy Bear, and uh, he stops. The other two are like lovers; they would lay on top of each other if they could all the time, touching somebody. Um, Norman is actually touching me this right now underneath. He's, he's got his paw against my chair. Needs to be touching all the time. Grumpy Bear, he don't want. He just wants to be by himself. I I, I kind of commiserate with Grumpy Bear. I do. I do. Sometimes I just want to be by myself, too. <sighs> but anyway, Corey and I bullshitted last night. And then um, after, usually I sit and talk to her for a minute as I get my shit done, as I download the audio, upload it to the podcast, do all the other back end stuff. Um, and I'm going to talk about here in a second, like what I did. yesterday. Ooh, look, I'm uh, locked up. Is the audio still good, guys? I don't know. Looks like I am locked hard. Do, 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 do. 
Not good. Not good. My volume's still working. Oh, my audio's still working. Oh, thanks, Corey. Thanks. Cool. All right. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Well, we'll just keep talking. I'll stare at myself um, with my eyes closed on the screen. Uh, <laughs> Robin says, Grumpy Dog got me. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, where was I? So I, I sat down. I had to get all my stuff done. And all of a sudden, I said, Oh shit, I gotta get the show set up for tomorrow. I gotta get the perfect cup uh question out there for get some feedback on it. And I don't know why Starlink is so weird here. Uh, I think it might be all the trees, it might be all the um um I think it's just not as strong a signal in Tennessee, and then the trees um just fuck me up so. I don't know. It's been goofy for the whole time we've been here. We'll see if we need to figure out a new mount, but it's it's serviceable. It's serviceable. So if I happen to cut out and I'm not there anymore, somebody just drop a comment in the YouTube and I'll shut up and uh, stop talking to myself. But with this, I'll just keep going on. Uh, talk about my day yesterday. Uh, yesterday was big town day. Um we didn't do a whole lot over the week. Uh, last week, we didn't get out much. It was pretty crappy weather all week. Uh, the location, it just was what it was. I talked about it quite a bit that, um, that, that, um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a big tourist area. So we didn't really go out much. Um, laundry was piling up, needed to get some groceries. And so I took yesterday and I said, okay, I'm going to go get all this done. I'm going to go. Um, yeah, I dropped off. Am I back, Josh? <laughs> I accidentally dropped off my, uh, my whole camera instead of doing this. <laughs> instead of turning the camera off, I took my whole self off. But um, And the audio is back. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, it is what it is. Now, and see if it works, because now I have more internet back. Nope, still frozen up. Cool. This is going to be great audio. I really, I really love when tech shit goes sideways, but uh, we'll just throw that little picture up. Um, so I decided I had to go. And uh, so I searched out. I searched out a laundry mat. I searched out a... Um, I searched out a Walmart, a tractor supply, and it was all like 12 miles away, 13 miles away. And when I put it in Google Maps, all of a sudden it was 30 minutes away. I was like, holy shit, I got to go, uh, what is that, 30 miles an hour the whole way, 15 miles? And then I drove there. <laughs> I had to go over like a mountain and down in a valley and um, very beautiful drive. It was very, very beautiful drive. But um, yeah, I can understand why 15 miles takes you 30 minutes. I got to the top of a hill. I think I mentioned on yesterday's show that there's very little cell phone signal in this area. Uh, when we went out to try to find um, Tim's property, uh, I had no way of re-looking at the map at all because there was no signal on either of our phones to bring up a new map. We were in the wrong spot. So I was prepared. I had downloaded offline maps of two different routes between me and the laundromat. I was going to go for it. Well, come to find out they were doing some cleanup or logging or some 
some type of work up on the top of this mountain that I was supposed to go across and cut across over to this town. And I get to the top and there's a guy in a truck with red lights and the one road I was supposed to turn on, he's parked across and says, yep, can't go this way. I'm like, what? They can't go this way. Well, I've downloaded two different routes, but the two different routes didn't split at that point. So here I am on the top of a mountain in Tennessee, middle of fucking nowhere. This guy's telling me, you can't go where the map's telling you to go. Um, figure it out. And I'm like, oh shit, I got no signal. I remember I drove for fucking quite a while without signal. Huh. I said, okay, well, this is where I'm trying to go. What, what, how do I get there? If I can't go the way the map's saying, he says, well, you just go here, you go straight until you hit the stop sign and take a left and you'll be right back on this road. I'm like, okay, so this is basically the road over the top of the hill and this road goes around it. And then I take a left at the bottom and I'll be back where I, where I should be. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Driving, 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 driving. Um, all of a sudden I came up on an alternate route on my map. It did not turn left. It just went straight. So I'm like, all right, well, this will get me where I need to go. It wasn't the blue line on Google Maps. It was the grayed out like alternative route, but it was I couldn't get enough signal to flip over to it. But the GPS would let me the GPS would track me on the map. So I was just kind of like watching myself. It wasn't giving me directions. And I'm going and I never did find a stop sign. I never did turn left, but I did find my location where I wanted to go. Um, and it was nice. It was nice. It was no washateria or washateria. Um, but I got a shitload of laundry done. Uh, nice little laundry mat, very clean, new, uh, actually had an employee there and they do laundry service. I did not look at the price because that sounds really nice to me. And I didn't even want to tempt myself. Didn't even want to tempt myself to, um, see if it was worth the money because it's probably probably not probably not um but it is a thought of mine that i could drop my laundry off go get groceries go to tractor supply go do all this stuff um get everything done and then come back and pick up my done laundry sounds kind of nice i just don't know what the turnaround time is on like five loads of laundry robin says I know around here there are road right of ways on maps that weren't kept up by highways and are impassable now. We experienced that in a 2000 Saturn in backwoods West Virginia in the early GPS days. Barely a goat path. Oh, talk about GPS. <laughs> Back in the early GPS days, I was uh, serving papers. I guess it wasn't early GPS. It was early in the transition from GPS, uh, like standalone Garmin's to phone GPS. And uh, serving papers, I was always going someplace. I had no idea where I was going. So I had had a GPS in the car. Corey was out with me one day serving papers. We were just kind of dating at the time. And um, we had to go quite a distance. It was like 40 miles, 50 miles. It was, it was quite a ways. Um, <laughs> turnaround time depends on how many kids they have. <laughs> no, it was actually the employee that was doing it while she was cleaning and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, somehow my Garmin got messed up and it had, um, no highways marked. 
And as then, which is cool, which is cool with me. I'm good with dirt roads and stuff like that until we turned down this road and we we're going and all of a sudden the road was gone and we were in a guy's backyard, like coming off his farm field through his backyard and they were having a picnic in their backyard uh, behind the farmhouse. And we're like, wait, wait, where are we? <laughs> we're just like rolling through this guy's backyard on his little, uh, yeah, it was barely a road. It was, um, I don't even know if you could say that the the tire tracks were worn down to the dirt. I think they were just like smushed into the grass enough that we knew where to drive and out onto the road and away. And they just kind of looked and they didn't really like jump up and, and act like we needed to get get out of there. But they were kind of confused where the hell we came from because we were in what were we driving at that point? The, the Grand Am? I think. I don't know. I, maybe Subaru. Subaru Legacy, something like that, something like that. It could have been Corey Saturn. Um, hey, Carson, good morning. Good morning. It has been a minute since you joined us live. Catching up at 175. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we have a little video problem here about halfway through, but I dropped the camera off. I don't know. My video like literally locked up. I got plenty of service now and uh, tried to flip it back on and it is just locked up hard. So you'll get to look at my beautiful face drinking coffee there while we uh, finish up the show today. Anyway, I went to the laundromat, got all the laundry done. Um, tractor Supply, another just absolute shit show at Tractor Supply. Um, yeah. Employees at Tractor Supply just, I don't know. I guess I'm expecting too much. I mean, they're not doctors. They're not, they, they Yeah. They're getting paid like minimum wage and shit like that, or maybe more. I don't know what they pay a tractor supply, but obviously not enough to get quality employees consistently. Um, nice enough people, nice enough people. Uh, just not, let's just say I wouldn't grab them to troubleshoot stuff. No, let him do what he needs to do. He's just going to do it anyway. Is that grumpy bear or is silky? Oh, yeah, I bought... So at Tractor Supply, it was just a, a mess. Again, I waited in line forever. Employees can't figure out the register. Um, God forbid there's an item that doesn't have a barcode on it. Uh, it was just a mess. I got all my shopping done, waited in line forever, then went out to get propane. And it wasn't a, a fact that the propane uh, remote checkout thing wasn't working today. Or yesterday, it was the fact that they didn't even have it with them. So after I had waited in line forever and then was like, hey, can I get a propane fill? And I go out there and I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to. I was like, can I pay here? He's like, well, I don't have the thing with me, sir. And um, I was like, oh, he was like, it's 3.7 gallons. You can go inside and pay. No ticket, no nothing. No, I was like, hey, I got to go run over to my truck and put this in. I could have just gotten the truck and left. I should have went back in. And they had like a 14-person line coming up. Um, 10 millimeter. <laughs> um, <laughs> they had a line almost to the back of the store. And they have three cashiers walking around like, straightening things on shelves and i don't know if you've ever been to tractor supply but they got the bargain bin in the front they were like 
just moving items around and tidying everything up. And there was literally a line of 15 people and two closed registers and one girl that couldn't figure out how to pull her finger out of her nose long enough to ring in shit. I was just like standing there going, and then you got all the people standing in line going, man, they need more cashiers around here. Oh, pretty busy in this store. And I'm just like, Jesus, fuck, get me out of here. Finally got out of there. Uh, had to go there first. And then I went and did laundry. And then I had to get groceries. And that's the order I have to do it because groceries sit in the car uh, when you do laundry. And when you buy meat, that's not good. I have a cooler, but I don't have that good of a cooler with me. Carson says I talked about the 40 and ignored the 10 millimeter. I'm not on metric down here, my man. Oh, wait. 40. Huh. <laughs> the 10 mil. The old 10 mil. Yeah, I'll pass on that. <laughs> anyway, so went and got laundry done and I found Walmart. I actually had a very pleasant experience at Walmart yesterday. It wasn't bad. It was very new, very big, and not very busy, which is my um, my trifecta, I guess. So I walk in and uh, Corey had some uh, fresh vegetables and stuff that she wanted me to grab. I'm walking around in the vegetables and I'm looking at sweet potatoes and there's this cart next to me and there's this woman. Uh, I would guess she was probably about my age, late thirties, early forties. Um, she had a little girl in her cart, uh, probably she wasn't in a, in a, like a bassinet or a car carrier or anything. I guess. And she was probably like one or two. Um, and this woman was dressed I don't want to say, hmm, I can't really say trailer trash because I live in a trailer. Um, <laughs> but you know the old school thin cotton boxer shorts and a wife beater? And I wasn't sure if she had anything on under either. So, yeah, you can picture that for yourself. As I'm looking at the sweet potatoes, she parks her cart close enough to me that the little girl looks over and points at me and says, Dada? And I snap my head around. I'm like, no. And she just keeps saying it. And mom looks down at the kid and looks over at me. And I go, I don't think so. I don't think so. And she just kind of smiled. And then you ever have a moment where you run into somebody. Thanks for the visual. <laughs> you run into somebody at a grocery store at the beginning of your shopping excursion, um, and you may have had a, a, an awkward glance or a, a, a moment uh, where you interact with somebody that, you know, wasn't really horrible or anything, but it was just like, oh, man, if I never saw that person again, that would be good. And then you run into them like 17 more times going throughout the store because you're going at the same pace and in and out of the same aisles. Yeah, this girl called me Dada every time she saw me in the store. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So I escaped her. I got my groceries and I was over getting some stuff out of uh, the non-grocery section. Did the rest of my shopping and I go up and get in line. And I don't use the self-checkout, especially when I'm getting groceries, just because there's much uh, to do. I'd rather just like let somebody scan it. So I pull in line, even though they were starting to get backed up, and I pull in behind another woman with a little girl. This one was a little older, maybe four or five. She's like trying to climb out of the um, place where you the kid sits, 
and into the big basket. And I think she was going to eventually try to crawl onto the uh, conveyor belt. Uh, Josh says, mom doesn't know who Dada is either. Yeah, she, the girl's probably like searching for her long lost father. Um, but anyway, this this second little spawn was trying to like climb out of the cart and mom was losing her shit. Um, says, you need to turn around and sit down. And I looked at her and I was just like, hey, hey, you should sit down or you're going to get hurt. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, okay. And so she just starts sitting down. I'm like, wow, magic touch. As she was sitting down, she had these little Velcro sandals on and like one flipped off and she was trying to, she like couldn't get it and her foot was stuck and all this. And I looked at the mom who was struggling to get like all her shit out of her cart. And I was like, you mind if I just take care of this? And she's like, oh no, go ahead. And she was super nice. Um, did not, looked a little uh, more bougie than um, uh, boxers and beater girl. Um, and so I picked up the girl. I put my, I picked her up a little bit. She got her legs straightened out. I set her in the car. I grabbed her sandals. I said, you want me to put her sandals back on? And the mom's like, please, or she'll lose them or at least give them to me and put them in the, in the, in my purse. And I'm like, well, I'll put them on. And so I look at the girl and I said, we're going to put your shoes, you're going to put your shoes back on so you don't hurt your feet. And I felt kind of weird because we're barefoot and I wanted the kid to be barefoot, but I know mom didn't want her to lose her sandals. So I bend down with the sandals and I go to, she puts her feet out. She was really, really uh, happy, smiley kid, very could speak very well. And we were having a little conversation and I go to, um, I go to put her sandal on and mom starts moving the cart away from me. And I'm like trying to follow the foot and she looks down she goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've been in a daze for the last couple of days. I'm like, Oh my God. All right. So she stops. I get the sandals on the kid and I bought a bag of M&Ms, a big old bag of caramel M&Ms and they're sitting on the cart. She looks over and she goes, I like M&Ms. And I'm like, so do I. That's why I'm buying them. She's like, she kind of giggles. I'm like, hey, this one gets my jokes. Cool. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we were looking at all the stuff that I was buying. I was like, do you like pork chops? She's like, I really like pork chops. And I was like, oh, cool. Do you like chicken fingers? And I had some chicken tenders there. And uh, she's like, yeah. And I was like, do you like carrots? And her eyes like got huge and lit up. And I had this little bag of baby carrots. So I reached over and I poked one through the bag and pulled it out and i said to the mom i said hey you mind if she has carrots she's like no i don't give a shit and so i hand her the carrot she got all excited i made a new friend i made a new friend little four-year-old five-year-old girl she was cool she was cool and i told her she needed to keep her shoes on so she didn't cut the bottom of her feet i felt kind of bad about that get your shoes off girl barefoot it's the way to be but anyway that wrapped up uh that wrapped up my grocery trip and got back out in the car sat there for a minute and uh relived the whole experience it was it was interesting and then i made my trip back and uh luckily the gps took me a different way it routed me right past the closed road um but didn't make me attempt to take the closed road this time so that was nice uh smooth drive home got home and uh, did a little show prep and Corey and i knocked it out last night so if you want to hear my beautiful wife or see her uh you can check that youtube video out uh it should be processed up this morning or download it on lots to talk about uh the interview only feed or the lots project podcast the full feed which this is on so if you're listening to it just click back one episode and listen to that interview
We talk about questions from the audience. We talked about RV living, uh, how to deal with the dogs, how she puts up with my shit. Uh, we told the story of how we met, almost all of it. Um, <laughs> all the all the important details, I guess, and uh, several other things. So if you're curious, uh, check that out. And we're trying to get Corey on a little bit more. I mentioned last night, we have the YouTube membership program, uh, that second level uh, that Josh, the, the renegade butcher, is the solo second tier level. Uh, once we get a few more members there, we will be doing monthly updates like that AMA strictly for the membership. Um, they can submit questions. We will uh, do it. And it will probably be a little bit more personal side that because uh, it'll be private videos for paying members only. So that is one thing coming up. So if you enjoy seeing Corey, otherwise, um, we're going to start putting out some non-live videos, hopefully weekly or bi-weekly on our uh, campsite reviews and how just how things are going. We'll probably just sit down and knock those out and uh, put them up, not live. So <coughs> she's... Uh, I enjoy spending time with her and people seem to like the videos that she's on and I've tried to convince her to, uh, to start up, but, um, you know, take some convincing with that one over there. I did, uh, I did take a step. I uh, made a decision last night after she went to bed and set her up on Noster with grounded souls. So, um, check out, uh, her pub key. You can find it in, uh, in my group. I'll post it this morning, but I uh, made up a little meme and, oh, I don't know. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I could open that, uh, that gif here real quick. Oh, I don't have video. Maybe it'll work now. Oh my God. I sound like scrambling. <laughs> Love you, Brian. So let me see if I can do this and then we'll wrap up for the day. Um, yeah, big day today. I think I'm going to work on taxes. I think I'm going to work on taxes. That's not um, very exciting. But um, that and get caught up and I'm, I'm doing a lot of uh, web work and things like that. But last night after the show, before I went to, before I went to bed, I made up this little gif. So let me see if I can um, get it to play. Oh, it doesn't uh, doesn't auto replay. Shit. Anyway, I took a little screenshot because she was already in bed and I didn't have any of her content. So I took a little screenshot and uh, made a little gift that said uh, <laughs> it said zaps make my toes tingle and uh, little lightning bolts. So, hey, check her out on Noster. I guess Feetster is a thing Josh told me. And it's really this weird dynamic because Corey does it for grounding and barefoot living. And it was just a, it was a thing to document that. And it turned into this whole joke. And then we realized that there is an enormous foot fetish culture out there. And like I put in the profile over there on Noster, just into barefoot living and grounding. And I don't give a shit how excited you get when you look at my feet. I don't judge as long as my wallet is full. So zap away if you want to look and do whatever you want to my wife's feet pictures. Um, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Just remember, uh, just remember, hit that zap button early and often. Uh, anyway, so I have to figure out workflow on that and see if she's willing to make some more videos, but it takes 10 minutes to set up. It's that easy. You can check out that video that I made um, on Sunday 
got up on Sunday about getting set up on Noster if you're interested or just curious to see how that goes. Um, <laughs> Josh says, it's good to see Corey now and then so we remember that she's just not your imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> that I'm, I am literally traveling around the country by myself with three St. Bernards and I do not have a wife that uh, is crazy enough to do this with me. Uh, she is all a figment of my imagination, Josh. That is true. Oh, <laughs> Josh, Josh says hashtag zaps for faps. I don't get to put people either, but they're very enthusiastic. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, it was definitely an eye opener for us. There was no alter ulterior motives when we started those accounts. There wasn't like this oh, we can do foot porn or anything like this. It was honestly and truly just a documentation of barefoot living and grounding. And wow, wow, both of us were very surprised. Now, I knew there was foot, there was fetish shit like that. I've been on enough porn sites in my life to know that there's guys into all sorts of shit um, and feet being one of them. I did not realize that it was so widespread over the normal internet, over normal social media and stuff like that. But whoo, wow. So she wants to be barefoot and she wants to take videos of it. I'll post them up. And if people want to look at them and send her uh, value for value, however, they value her feet. I value Satoshi's. So anyway, let's start wrapping it up. We'll uh, catch this uh, item of the day today is the Max Sports WPP-100 utility wagon. This thing is a tank. We love it. It is our utility wagon that we travel with us. It uh, it breaks down. It's big. It's bulky when it breaks down, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, for somebody that is uh, limited on size and weight, that's something that's very important to us and the functionality of this cart is well worth it. The big old um, hard plastic wheels uh, make it kind of a pain in the ass to store, but what a lifesaver when you want to use it. We originally bought the cart to help with the dogs if one of the dogs gets injured or we need to move them for some reason. I am not picking up a 180 pound dog and carrying him around. I will load him in a cart. This cart will hold 300 pounds and I believe it. It's well built. It works well. You can see a video. I posted a link in the video and audio descriptions, uh, a video of me using it. You can get an idea what it looks like. And then there's an Amazon link to go and buy it. If you don't need a cart, but you need to shop on Amazon today, be sure to hit those links down in the in the video description to head on over to Amazon and get us in your tracking and uh, help support the Lots Project with everything you buy. It doesn't cost you any extra money. You just have to click that link and uh, you're doing a good solid for us. And we definitely appreciate that. Otherwise, find me on Noster. Hit that zap, zap it dap dap if you like the episode. Um, <laughs> Corey just, Corey thinks I've lost my mind at this point. But yeah, it's Tuesday, guys. We got Lightning for Liberty tonight. Check us out 5 Eastern and then stick around for Josh. Uh, Josh the Renegade Butcher has his uh, live after that. Tomorrow night, I think we're going to do the after party and get somebody set up on Noster, I think. But I think she actually got set up, so I don't know. I don't know. Got some interviews coming up. I'm going to be on some other podcasts, setting those dates up. So be sure to keep an ear out for that and uh, hear me some other places. Other than that, we'll wrap it up today. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Um, 
As always, you can find me at thelotsproject.com on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. And now on Noster, I should probably put my pub key in the video description. That would be a good idea. I'll get on that today, guys. Hey, make it a great Tuesday, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.